Hello and welcome to the Talking Talent Podcast. With you from Regensburg, Germany, I'm David Hine. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for your time. So many podcasts out there and you choose to come back to this show. Fantastic. Love it uh, and totally appreciate you uh, taking your time and listening to our show. Uh, this week we are reviewing the... Adidas Next Generation Tournament Varese, and this week we have Ivan uh, Mitrovic and Jason Filippi. Uh, the guys are are dwindling down. It's seemingly dropping like flies, but uh, it, it you know it, it's hard to, as everybody knows, it's hard to uh, to get um, to get uh, even two people uh, to find uh, to find a time where where you can talk, even if you're in the same time zone. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, we, we, you know, this time it was three, uh, me and, and, and Jason and Ivan, um, but, uh, you know, it is what, it, it is what it is. Uh, it, it still, it's a review of, of, of the, uh, ANJT Varese. So if you didn't have a chance to watch it, or if you just want to hear what the guys have to think about it, uh, here is, uh, uh, here's our chance to, to listen to that. Uh, again, this is part of the Taking the Charge uh, paid uh, substack, and then, uh, you know, the full archives is in the paid subscription, so um, I, am, I, I, am, I am keeping the, the ANJT uh, previews and reviews uh, available for free for everybody, uh, but, uh, you know, in the weeks that we don't have previews or reviews of the ANJT, uh, the guys um, are, review, are, 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 you know, analyzing uh, youth players, and those are a part of the uh, paid subscription. The archives of those uh, shows are are part of the paid subscription. So takingcharge.substack.com. Go on there. Uh, go check out the paid subscription. If you think the price is too much, come to me. Let me know what you think, um, and we can figure something out. Um, so without further ado, want to uh, jump right in and let you uh, hear from Ivan and and Ivan Mitrovich and Jason Filippi. Thank you again for your time. It's uh, it's unbelievably appreciated, and we will talk to you next week. All right, on the Talking Talent podcast, um, and then there were two. Uh, you guys are dropping like flies. I feel like Survivor. I never watched Survivor. Who gets voted <laughs> off the island or something like that? But we're kind of like that, I guess. You know, down to two. The two survivors so far, Ivan Mitrovic and Jason Felipe. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for surviving. I guess is uh, um, is for uh, is is to be to be said. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Happy to be happy to be happy that way. I can, you know, we can make it because, like I said, you know, it's it's not easy to find time. You know, uh, when it's so many people, you know, that, the, that, that's that's the thing. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it's figuring out the dynamics of 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 too many people and so. Um, but but why is that know. around the same time? You know, so, so. yeah yeah yeah. Um, so we're reviewing the uh, the District Generation Tournament Varese. And, um, and I, I think it's probably, I think it's probably best to, uh, well, just, just first, you know, general, uh, the winning team was, was Paul France. So, uh, CFBB inset, however you want to call them, uh, they knocked off the next generation team, uh, with a pretty impressive defensive performance. I think they gave up just the, uh, the one field goal in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know it's really not, was not that long ago, but seems like i've been doing so much since then um but yeah, really you know three really, points total. yeah three points total third quarter yeah really just shut them down uh defensively in the uh in the third quarter to 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 take total control 
Um, and, um, and I think probably the, 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 the best team, the best, you know, definitely best athleticism, um, and best team, you know, just because they knew each other, you know, that was, that's been an advantage of the, of all the teams over the next generation, the next generation team and the next generation team here in Vereze or in Vereze reached the first place game, which was the first time that, 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 uh, that they were able to do that after the previous two, um, and uh, so, so I, I think it probably uh, probably the best person to to kind of speak of the of the level, uh, just because he was able to see it on site would be Jason. So, uh, Jason, you were there in in Vereze. Uh, why don't you just give us sort of your your overall general opinion of um, uh, of the level? You know, I mean, you've you've seen you've seen the others, and and uh, uh, your thoughts about uh, where this one you know, uh, ranks is, you know, we can say ranks, but it just in general, your thoughts about the, about the team and the qualities. Anyways, well, I have to say that, you know, this, the tournament, the level play was a little disappointing. Um, I expected the Patras tournament to be a le- the lesser tournament because, you know, on paper there were the, the teams there weren't necessarily as, as good. Um, but I, I thought that this tournament was going to be a little better. So I was disappointed. Uh, that said, though, there were those. So there were some very, very good players. I mean, quantity wise, there were there were just as as many high level prospects in this tournament as there were in the others. I just felt that the average level was inferior. Uh, the top prospects were all concentrated, almost all virtual often were concentrated in, you know, roughly four teams only. Uh, there was a huge difference between the top teams and the last teams. I felt that in Belgrade, even though the Belgrade tournament was a bit of a disappointment to, to be honest, the average level, they were of the team as was closer. There were very few blowouts. Uh, this tournament, unfortunately, there were literally only maybe three games that were close, if I remember correctly, literally only three, and that included the last place you know game on the last day, which, like I said, <laughs> was not uh, didn't count really for anything. But uh, so, like I said, lots of blowouts. So it's always hard to judge a guy, you know, if he's playing well when his team is up or down or down by 30 points. And um, and just in general, a lot of teams struggled to score. And this was not just when the French team was playing because, you know, a lot of teams could barely crack 50 points, you know, even amongst themselves. Um, getting to the French team, though, uh, like I said, wow, wow, wow. Uh, this was one of the most impressive defensive performances I've ever seen at the junior level. Um, they held three uh, out of four opponents to less than 50 points and two to less than 40 points. I mean, that's that's remarkable. That's remarkable. You know, it's ironic the following day I was with, you know, a large contingent of NBA scouts, many of whom were in Barese. And to see Cremona Fortitudo, you know, the two last place teams in the Italian Serie A, and I honestly felt that defensively, Incep was better than both. Now, probably not offensively. Yeah. They, I'm sure that, of course, they would have, they would have lost to pro teams. But I just think that defensively they were better, uh, you know, than, than these two teams, you know. Um, and anyways, uh, the thing about the Incep team, you know, I've seen a lot of junior tournaments, you know, all over the world. And I'm not saying this was the best junior team I've ever seen. No. 
you know, off the top of my head, I can't remember many, but I'm, I'm sure that there were others that were this is going to maybe talent more talented, but I have never seen a junior team ever this talented from a physical point, because regardless of the skill level, this Incept team was the biggest and most athletic team all all around that I've ever seen. Because literally every guy on their roster, the shortest guy on their roster was six four, one meter ninety three, literally. Uh, the, like I said, the average height and ever and most and all the players were big, strong, and athletic. You know, uh, every single guy. I mean, that's usually you have teams where yeah, oh, they got tons of size, but then they have a little point guard, or oh, they're huge, but they're not athletic. And this team was big and athletic at all positions, twelve deep. Uh, that is something that you won't even find in a pro team. Their average height is higher, taller than many high level pro teams. Like I said, their average height was much taller than 42 in Cremona, the two pro teams we saw play on Sunday. That doesn't mean they were better. I'm just saying physically they were, uh, they had, you know, a professional high-level pro team roster uh, size. It it, kind of needs to be said is that this, this CFBB INSEP team, however you want to call them, Paul Franz, um, they actually won seven games in the first stage um, of this uh, of this season, and you know this is a they they've changed the third division in 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 the in the French league over the years, um, and they kind of go from the first stage uh, and then and then go to you know sort of you know the top of the the league whatever goes to a second you know a second stage amongst each other and the lower plays lower. And and the French and this team kind of started to get a couple of wins that way, uh, but this is a team like Jalen Horde, um, who you know we just saw you know had a twenty twenty uh, points and double points and rebounds double double in the NBA. Um, he was on a team that I think broke a hundred and forty two game losing streak, which stretched out over four I think four or five years. You yeah, know, yeah. that's one of the things that that you always kind of have to think about, like. You know these guys are playing against grown men in the third division in, in in France, and and there's that disadvantage, psychological disadvantage of trying to figure out how to, um, you know, how to deal with always losing. You know, and uh, and they've actually won seven games, which is which is really a big deal this year. Um, so uh, and and I think that that kind of helped them as well. Um, you know, even so, even so, you 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 like me saw it, you know, on uh, you know on online. Um, your, your thoughts, you know, you know, Jason said something in there, you know, basically that the, that the, that the top talent was kind of focused on, you know, sort of a, sort of a, sort of a four team group. Um, it, it almost, okay. I mean, obviously with the French, you know, you have, you have, you have a number of guys in there, uh, but it almost seems like there's, that there was more, I think there was more top, top talent in this one than maybe in Patras, you know, Belgrade, maybe not, but then, then in Patras, I don't know your, your thoughts in general. Well, it might be like, like Jason said, uh, the Incept dominated this, this, this stage and it, it was obvious that they're going to win it with how good their, their team is in, in terms of athleticism and, and, and strength and, and just being, being dominated body wise. But it also said that the, France as a country is really dominating this, this tournament. Like they won in, in Belgrade, they had the 
best prospects over there. Then in, in, in Patras, where talent level wasn't that great, they had uh, Pacom Dadier, they had Diavara, they had uh, Pietrus, and uh, and here as well, Incept just, just loaded with guys, and, and uh, also plus the, plus Perin, the MVP. <laughs> Perin, yeah, yeah, I was about to say Zachary yeah. Perin was the MVP of the tournament, even though he played for NGT team, which in first time in three tournaments made it to the finals, which is also a good thing for for uh, for this type of team. And uh, but beside them, only I think only only top talent that that played in in in, in uh, I don't want to be rude, but let's say bad team was was uh, Avdalas Neoklis Avdalas from Panathinaikos, who a bit reminded me on, on Luka Doncic with his uh, size and being able to play with the ball and doing some step backs. I'm not saying he's a, a, that that high level talent yet, but just just a, reminds a bit. And he's also 2006, so he was one of rare 2006 guys who played uh, and and had some really some big role on this tournament. But as as Jason said, tournament was tournament talent level was almost the same like in Patras, couple of high level guys and then average average level of of players and and average level of, of teams talent wise was not not great. So in these three tournaments, uh, I think. I would say the Belgrade tournament was still still the best one, even though it was not the greatest possible, obviously. But still, it looks like there was the, the most average average talents over there, or sort of mid high level talents in Belgrade, comparing to these other these other two stages that we watched in, in the past two weeks. Average, the average level was better than Belgrade. I agree. I yeah. think the other thing that you know, I'm happy that the next generation team did so well, but I have to say. Even though they, I you know they played well and I like them. This was probably the le- the lesser of the three um, and next yeah. generation teams. So it's ironic that the that the weaker group is the one that has done the best so far. But it was because, admittedly, there wasn't as much uh, competition. They were really that much better than the other teams. You know, I to be honest, I thought they would have lost to Hoventud. You know, the the game that basically the semifinal, the virtual semifinal game. But, you know, they yeah. like, they played great. Uh, you know, uh, Perrin outplayed uh, Ruben de Oliveira. And the, um, you know, the, 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 their guards outplayed the Spanish guards, which I did not expect. In fact, I predicted the Hoventud would win because of their superior guard play, even though they don't have necessarily, they didn't have great guards. They had a very deep rotation of talented guards. And instead, that turned out to be the opposite. But they really won only one big game against Hoventud. The other two games they should have won because, like I said, they were facing mediocre teams, and you know they had no chance against Incept. You know I didn't expect them to be held to you know uh, eight points in the f- second half, but nonetheless, they you know there was never going to be close. You know and it was actually close. You know for roughly fifteen minutes actually, but. Uh, then you know it was just it was like I said it was a blowout after that. So um, the the first pick in the fantasy draft was uh, Ademara from 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 Marco and um, you know I I I think you know you know if you guys had had it you know he definitely would have been an option for you. Um, I'm not saying 100 that you would have taken him, but you know you know there were some pretty big things expected from him. He's still a year younger, playing for Saragossa, a big man. Um, and you know, he had some ups and downs to put it mildly. Um, 
you know, like we said, this is, this was really one of the, the top guys that people wanted to see, you know, the first game he had, um, he had the three blocks, uh, had the seven blocks, um, second game, uh, which was, let's see if I can do this quick, um, which was against, uh, uh, which was against Incep, which was against Incep, was clearly not able to deal with the athleticism. Had the big, had the big game uh, in the third game um, against getting there against Milan, um, and then was so so in, in in the last game. So in general, maybe both of you guys can uh, we'll we'll start with even you know your your thoughts about Mara because he is. He, he really was one of the guys that a lot of people wanted to see after the big year that he had had two years ago, two years younger. And, um, and uh, so your, th- your thoughts on Mara? Well, uh, as you've said, I mean, he obviously, obviously stands out with his size, with his mobility, with his, with his touch and, and also some, some passing skills, but uh, not only stats wise, but overall this tournament was not his the best showing for sure. I think he, okay, he's a big guy. Maybe, maybe he had some big expectations and and fell under pressure, sort of. But I think he still needs some time to 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 develop. And and obviously he he can play much better than this. Like as far as I saw, I didn't watch all of the all of their games, but I saw so I think I saw tw- two games. Uh, he he relied on his his size both offensively and defensively. Which is okay defensively. He averaged, I think, around three blocks per game, which was, uh, I assume, highest in the tournament, which is great. But still, other things are, are look looked questionable. I mean, I think he he could way, play with way more way more energy, and and think he needs to be even even tougher to to play on higher level on, on the on the position he plays with his size, obviously. Jason, you mean you saw him, you know, live. Yeah, well, I saw him live, and I have to say, I'm a little, uh, a little perplexed. You know, um, on one hand, I was a little disappointed with him. You know, obviously, I was expecting um, more in the sense I expected him to have much more impact. Uh, and instead, like I said, he was very inconsistent. Yeah, he had the one very good game and another decent one, but then one very anonymous one and one downright poor game. Uh, so I was, like I said, I was a little disappointed in that aspect. At the same time, though, I wouldn't be too harsh on him because I still like his potential. Uh, I think he has a huge upside. And he did, though, despite his inconsistent uh, performance, show progress in some very important areas. First of all, I thought he's improving physically. Um, aside from getting a little stronger he is running much better. He's much more fluid now. So he's de- the, the, he's definitely working on his body. You know, his frame is still starting to fill out. And most importantly, I think he is moving much better than he did last year. You know, obviously, I mean, this kid, you know, he's, a, he's you know, 7'2 without shoes. Um, and, you know, yeah, he doesn't have much lift, but he actually moves quite well, much better than he did in the past, much more fluid, uh, runs better. And I was very impressed, though, with, you know, one thing I, like I said, I didn't, I, I, I was a little disappointed with him offensively because he didn't score much. He was okay defensively. Like I said, he blocked shots. I was impressed with his passing, though. His passing, the types of passes he made were passes of a guy who really has a great fill for the game. That is something you simply cannot teach. He has that. 
So I'm still, even though I'm a little disappointed in him, I'm still very optimistic about his about his future if he holds up physically because the kid's not just tall. He has actual basketball talent. The passes he made, the feel for the game he has is, uh, you know, exceptional. So I think he's going to be okay. Um, another uh, guy that uh, uh, I guess it was, uh, I think, Jason, you picked him first, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Ruben, Ruben, Ruben Pry. Pry uh, uh, you know, really, uh, if you pair him uh, up with uh, with Queta and, and Lisboa, uh, the two guys that helped Portugal win their uh, U20 Division B, uh, back in, I think it was 2019. That's a nice little trio of guys. Um, also with different, also with different positions, um, that, that kind of can do, uh, uh, you know, a lot of different things. Lisboa has gone up to, uh, has gone, has left the country and gone to, to Belgium, you know, that's a stepping stone league, you know? Um, so, so really, uh, um, a guy from, from a country that we don't really hear much about, uh, uh, Portugal, uh, maybe both of you guys, um, uh, your thoughts on 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 him on on, on Pry, who you know obviously we saw him last year at, at, the, at the Valencia tournament, um, but you know it's it's a uh, it's a guy he, he, and and he is he's also someone who really uh, sort of stepped up more and more. You know, I mean, you know, uh, you you saw his game uh, get more you know better basically the the entire tournament. Uh, just general thoughts on, on 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 him. I guess Jason, we can start with you on this one. Anyways, well, yes, I'm a huge Ruben Bray de Oliveira fan. You know, it's like I said, I chose him for my fantasy team. I liked him last year at the ANG tournament, and I loved him uh, last summer at the Euro U16 Challengers in uh, in Sofia that I saw. And anyways, he, like I said, he, uh, you said it, you know, he's, like I said, he's talented and he's improving. Like I said, he's literally played better every time I have seen him. Um, you know, in this tournament, you know, he he was admittedly outplayed by uh, Zachary Perrin in their head-to-head matchup in the virtual semifinal game, even though he still had a pretty good game. But, you know, Perrin definitely had the edge there. But Perrin, uh, Zachary Perrin is a year older and much stronger, you know, from a physical standpoint. And then, though, um, uh, Ruben, he held his own, in fact, outplayed Ademara in the fouling game, you know, his other matchup you know, against the other, you know, the, the, the other two big men of the tournament. So anyways, like I said, I've seen improvements, you know, he still needs to improve, get stronger physically. I can't say he's gotten much stronger than last year. So that is obviously a question mark, but his offensive game continues to progress. You know, even though he plays mostly inside, he's expanded his shooting range. He's a legitimate threat to shoot, you know, from the high post area, even from three point range. And he is a outstanding, uh, finisher of cuts to the basket you know he's got good hands and he made some tough catches and some tough finishes you know off the run that not many players can make and it's not just a question of athleticism it's a question of coordination you know being able to catch those passes and you know uh coordinate yourself to finish so um anyways you know i liked what i saw from ruben i think he's a legitimate nba prospect yeah, I, I would agree with what Jason said, especially especially mentioning his coordination and, and mobility for for size he size he possesses, and he's only two, he's two thousand five born, so he's barely seventeen now. 
but yeah, he I haven't followed him that much in past, but I saw him a couple of times and 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 saw him now in Varese. I mean, on the tape, and he really seems like he progressed. But he, uh, what I like, he also gives gives some effort on on both ends, and he is also productive on on defensive end as well. Uh, showed some 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 ability to switch and he uses his his length well. Uh, checking at the stats, he almost averaged two steals and and one point five blocks, which are pretty good numbers for a for a seven almost seven footer, two thousand five born seven footer. And as Jason said, he expanded his range. He he showed some ability to shoot the ball and also he has good hands, solid touch. So yeah, he's for sure one of the one of the top big guys to, to follow uh, this and, and and upcoming summers. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to keep going, you know, for eight, for hours and hours. Uh, and, uh, but I, I, one of the things that I kind of want to maybe have you each, each of you do is, is maybe pick one guy that you, um, uh, that really surprised you or, you know, came out of nowhere that you didn't know at all. Um, and that really impressed you. And another guy who, you know, not, I don't want to say disappoint you because I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not in the business of, 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 of breaking people down and saying they're bad. Um, but, but just, you know, was a, a little bit, you know, didn't quite live up to the expectation that you had uh, 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 in this tournament. And I don't, it's up to you guys, you know, whoever wants to do it. I guess, Jason, I guess you can take this one. You can do either one first. So, yeah, yeah. I, I can do it. I mean, yeah, go uh, well, well, I mean, I, I cannot say I'm, I'm uh, surprised or, or heavily impressed, but this is actually the first time I watch uh, Abdallah from, from Panathinaikos on, on, a, on, on, a, on a couple of games straight. So I really... Maybe he didn't really have like great numbers nor stats, but I like what I, from what I saw from him, and, and he's for sure a guy, one of the top Greek prospects. So I, he's not an unknown name, but he's he's a guy that I didn't watch too much in past. So I can say I, I was I was positively, it's not surprised, but I, I liked what I saw, and also i'm not going to say he disappointed but the guy we spoke a about about just a few minutes ago uh Ademara, i think i just had two big expectations from him so i cannot say he disappointed he wasn't that bad but i think it's it's more my my fault that i expected way more from him and also i expected more from his teammate uh serbian guy pavle stosic i think i actually took him in my draft uh, I didn't expect him to 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 be I don't know twenty and ten guy, but I expected more more consistency and some some improvement on his side. But he didn't show show much in my opinion. So those are a couple of guys that I would I would pick for this topic. All right, Jason. Uh, you know there are, there are two guys in particular that you know I didn't expect to do so well. Um, two kind of surprise players for me. One guy is for me was a total unknown. I had no recollection of having seen him play. And it was Tobias Jensen mm-hmm. uh, from the Ulm team. Uh, he turned, he's a much better player than I thought he was. Uh, he had a huge you know game on the opening day. Then he admittedly struggled, you know, in uh, against the French team. But overall, he Definitely looks like a very interesting prospect to follow. He's got decent size and good ball skills. 
he is more of a scorer than a shooter, but he definitely impressed me, you know, with his uh, ability. And he looks like a tough kid too, uh, plays bigger. Um, so Tobias Jensen definitely is an interesting prospect moving forward. And another guy who surprised me, and, you know, this is, it's hard for me to admit because I come from Italy, Leonardo Marangon uh, from mm, the next. Yes. Yes. By far, by, I think by far the second best player on that team. Yeah. He was a huge surprise for me. Um, I didn't think he was that good. Um, he impressed me in many ways, you know, obviously, you know, he has great physical tools, but, you know, he's a much better player than I thought he would be, you know, his shooting touch is decent, you know, well, he doesn't have a much of a pull up jump shot, but he's a good spot up shooter, even from three point range and, you know, excellent defender, a uh, great open court player. Um, I think he has the making, he has the making of a high level uh, three and D guy for the, for the pro level. So he's definitely, definitely a yearly caliber player, if not more than that. Definitely a guy that I will be following much closer now that I realize that you know he's uh, you know an hour away in Padova uh, for me to see. But I expect him to move on to a you know bigger and better team in the near future. But yeah, definitely uh, he's a guy to follow. Let's kind of finish off with uh, we we the half of the field is actually known now for the Adidas Next Generation Tournament uh, Finals. Uh, we have the three uh, the three winners. You know we have um, we have Asvel, we have Stella Zura, and now we have um, Insep. Um, with the fourth team being the uh, with being a a next gen team, it'll be. Uh, 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 a, a, a roster that uh, that doesn't necessarily have to be you know from any of the single teams, uh, but uh, be put, put together uh, for that tournament. Obviously, we'll have a fifth team. Uh, whoever wins Lupiana, not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, so, and then we have you know basically three teams that are kind of uh, you know kind of uh, three spots still still available. Um, how just maybe just general last last thoughts. Uh, you know, where we're at, you know, this is the third leg of, of this, of this thing. Where do you think we're at? You know, right now we have two French teams and we have this, you know, we have Stella Azura. What's your look outlook so far? And everybody would imagine it'll be Real Madrid, your outlook looking ahead towards Belgrade in, uh, in six weeks. I go, go for it, Jason. Hi. Um, anyways, well, I think that, um, I think that, you know, Real Madrid obviously is, you know, the favored at the, uh, at the Ljubljana tournament, just like they are pretty much any tournament they play now. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, the big news is that the French teams, even though from, I'm not surprised that, you know, the French teams have won, you know, the tournaments they participated in, it's, it's not always a given. The French teams have been known to underachieve in the past. So this is going to be very interesting. In fact, if you ask me who's better between Asval and Insep, it's like, oh, it's pretty close. I'd probably give, you know, uh, Insep a slight, you know, edge at the moment, uh, even though, you know, especially from a defensive standpoint. Even though I think offensively, Asval may have, you know, more offensive talent uh, than uh, than the Insep team, but, you know, the size and defensive ability. So that's really the big theme here. This is, we, we may be witnessing, you know, uh, an epic change, you know, you know, after years of dominance by, by Slavic Serbian teams and by Spanish teams, we, the era, the era of the French 
team is, is upon us. I, like I said, it's not a coincidence. I think that what happened this year is going to be a common theme at all levels that French teams are going to be the favorites in most tournaments, which they were not always necessarily in the past, despite the fact that they had so much talent. And I think that, you know, a team like Incept could give even Real Madrid trouble because, you know, they don't have the offensive talent that Real Madrid has, but they are bigger and more athletic and superior defensively. So it's, it's, that's going to be interesting. That's for me is going to be, you know, the big thing who can, who can put up a fight against French teams besides Real Madrid. Okay. Ivan, what do you, uh, what do you think about Belgrade? Well, I mean, I would, I would, I would agree with Jason, and, and as we said a couple of times uh, in the beginning, the the French teams are dominating this season in in uh, uh, Euro League under 18, and this is not a coincidence, and this is not accident. They they deserve all all the wins they had, as well in Belgrade now in 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 Varese and. The guys we spoke in, in the beginning, they're and their top top level talents, and they had two MVPs of, of events. So they really can can I think as Jason said, we're witnesses of, of domination of French French teams in, in youth basketball. And about about other teams in Belgrade, we'll see. I mean, as you as you guys said, Real Madrid is a favorite to win it in in Ljubljana, and I think they, they will do it. They'll do it. So we have now four teams plus AMGT team, which, if if I understood well, will be a mix of top top players from other from first four stages, and then I assume one one Serbian team will get a wild card, which will probably be Red Star since they played finals in Belgrade and Mega was not was not and, that good. And in, and, in and they're one. kind of the, and they could kind of be considered the hosts, so as they would kind of be. Yeah, yeah. So the host. host. Yeah. yeah, so we have Stella as well, which is a great, great team as we spoke la- last week. So yeah. uh, I'm wondering who who are who are going to be two other participants. Uh, Wait, with, well, with let's talk cards. about that after after Lupiana. We've seen everybody. Yeah. that we can kind of yeah. go from there yeah. uh, because that's that's yeah. that that's another discussion. Um, all right, so I guess uh, I guess I guess um, I guess final final thing to uh, to uh, to uh, discuss is uh, Jason has a few to win the fantasy. <laughs> Finally, huh? <laughs> Almost like I said, my guys played uh, in most cases. Even Patin missed to skip the game though. Still, yeah. that was, his numbers were good enough to make up for that but um anyways yeah I, uh, my, my french guys my french guys you know all all came through for me so uh and then ruben oliviera too so i was favored by the fact of that it was a smaller uh smaller field was, yes exactly uh, just so three, yeah, I, got, I got to get more better players right away because there were fewer of us drafting so there were more players available and i chose you know the right ones um so, anyways, even you, uh, you haven't you haven't finished first yet. You're, you know, you're. Yeah, I, w- I was about to say. I feel like a Serbian national team in the past <laughs> oh. five day, five years. I'm oh, like, Ljubljana's gonna be your sec- yeah, second and third <laughs> all the time. So, yeah, this is my 
probably not last chance, but uh, I think well, this is the field that well, I Well, if, if you guys continue to drop like flies and you're the last one left standing, you're the yeah, only yeah, one who then, then you, who stays. Then you... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm staying until the end. So, yeah, yeah. I, I can pick. You're going to be the last one remaining. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can have six picks right, right on. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, uh, let's 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 close. Uh, let everybody know where they can find your stuff, read you, etc. Ivan, uh, um, why don't you start, and, and then uh, Jason will finish. Well, yeah. Thanks. Uh, I mean, uh, we are on Balkan Prospects on Twitter and Instagram, and BalkanProspects.com is our website where we post some reports and, and stuff like that about players. So, yeah. And uh, I'm, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, on my Twitter account, Jason Scout, uh, as well as uh, on the, the uh, websites of uh, Pro Insight and BasketballNews.com. Right. Fantastic, guys. Thanks a lot for, uh, for finding the time. And uh, we'll go in, we're going to preview uh, Ljubljana next week. Hopefully we have uh, both of you. Hopefully we have a, a, a good uh, good group of guys to to, to pick. Um, but definitely have a good uh, rest of the week, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. You Sounds too. Good. Thanks.